but I'm watching it and I'm like, this is amazing. Our executive director, Chance Cosby, is sitting as close as I am to you. We're watching it on TV, and he just puts his hands in his head, and he goes, oh, no. Welcome to Shop Talk with your host, Chief Jeff Walter and Sergeant Kevin Kwan. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the 18th. Kevin, is this episode 18 already? Episode 18. Wow. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to episode 18 of Shop Talk. I'm your host, uh, Chief Jeff Walter. I'm excited to be with you again. And my uh, my sidekick, he likes, he likes sidekick better than co-host, is Sergeant Kevin Kwan. Hey, Kevin, mm. did you make the lieutenant's list this go-around? I did. I did. Thank you. Does that mean I'm going to be forced to promote you at some point this year? Well, well, you have to get a new co-host. Okay, then I'll be promoting you sooner rather than later uh, to get a new co-host. So uh, congrats to you. Did a great job during lieutenants, so the most recent lieutenants process. I don't know, maybe it was all the expert tutelage of working in the office of the chief and spending an inordinate amount of time in my office. Uh, so that will I'll free up probably, uh, you know, 20, 25% of my time now uh, when we, were, yeah. when we uh, promote you sometime later this year. God help everybody. But anyway, uh, Kevin will be, uh, Kevin will be, uh, uh, a watch commander in a district near you uh, sometime in 2023. So congrats. Thank you. Um, happy to be back with everybody. Another exciting time. Um, you know, we're going to have Pat Williams on, who's the uh, uh, now the tournament chair of of the uh, WM Phoenix Open. We're yep. excited. We're going to bring him in, have a, some great conversation with him. It's uh, it's kind of a, one of those uh, bittersweet times of the year for the Scottsdale Police Department. We're excited to have all the events going on in the city, uh, the Open and uh, that little football game that's being played across town and all the major events that will be here in Scottsdale because of it. So we're really excited for that. But it's one of those like like bowl escorts, right? you know, the championship bowl series right. that just passed. And I'm always excited for that time of the year. But I know that that is uh, going to put some of my folks in harm's way in the traffic enforcement section doing 40 plus uh, bowl escorts. Uh, during that time period, so I'm always happy when that is here, and then it's gone. So yeah, great, uh, great bowl season, and uh, kudos to my folks in the traffic enforcement section and the folks on the Fiesta Bowl committee uh, that really worked uh, hand in hand together to to put together a pretty uh, seamless and and safe uh, safe operations for our folks. So I'm glad that is uh, that's past us. Um, been also an interesting time. I uh, just want to uh, kind of talk to the community a little bit. Uh, we've been overwhelmed with. Uh, positive uh, emails and Instagram and Facebook, uh, Twitter comments. Um, one of our Sergeant Scott, Sergeant Scott Galbraith was shot uh, last Friday, so a week ago, uh, a week ago tonight, uh, was uh, shot serving a uh, search warrant uh, in Phoenix on a sexual assault suspect. In fact, we just had a uh, our final press conference yesterday yep. where uh, Lieutenant uh, Lee Campbell did an amazing job detailing the investigation. They didn't want to see my mug on the TV again since I'd already been on TV twice uh, related to that uh, incident. And so uh, I'm happy. To, so again, thanks to the community for the outpouring of uh, love and support. I know that uh, uh, Sergeant Galbraith and his wife, Sergeant Tony Galbraith, also with the Scottsdale Police Department, certainly uh, appreciate that. I'm going to see both of them today. I'm going to take them some tamales and enchiladas today out to their home. So um, amazing, amazing support. Uh, Scott's doing very well. He was released from the hospital on Sunday and recovering from his gunshot wound. And the suspect, I, I, I've shared this a couple times and people don't like the, the when I say this, but I shared that he, uh, the suspect was uh, taken into custody but was killed 
during during being taken into custody. Um, my shout out to Phoenix PD for all of their assistance. This ultimately became their investigation since the officer involved shooting uh, occurred in the city of Phoenix. And uh, Phoenix did some some great things, attempted to take him into custody, uh, and then um, uh, was met with a gun being pointed at them, the same gun that shot uh, Sergeant Galbraith, uh, the gun pointed at um, at them, and they had to, they had no other choice but to use lethal force, and the suspect was killed on Sunday. So, uh, brought resolution to this case, and uh, great job yesterday. Yeah, one of the biggest things that we did take away from that is our community support and the community tips um, related to our original investigation. The it was an unknown. Uh, the perpetrator was unknown at the time, and this was back in October. And reaching out to our community and and them providing multiple tips on who this potential initial witness would be led us to uh, developing him as an investigative lead. And so our outpouring of community support really helped solve this case for our victim, our original victim. Right. And I think that's the most important thing to really concentrate on from this, this entire incident is we worked this completely through its entirety because it was the right thing to do for mm-hmm. a victim. Absolutely. And she, she's she been, she was very thankful. Uh, this is, I know people have seen in the news, this is a 70-year-old female who was sexually assaulted, stranger sexual assault, uh, came into her, her home uh, at San Marin Apartments off of uh, Indian School and drink water. So uh, I know that she was watching yesterday and um, she's been, she's been uh, very strong uh, and We've de- developed a great relationship with her. Uh, we're going to get into some great stuff here. Yeah. Super Bowl and Super Bowl parties and the WM Phoenix Open um, and our exceptional partnership with the Thunderbirds over, I don't know, the 30-ish years that uh, it's been at Scottsdale. I always wish they'd call it the WM Scottsdale Open. Right. But hey, I get that. I get that. We, we can ask for it and see if they'll change it every year. <laughs> well, we'll, just keep, been, we'll just keep asking. Been in Scottsdale long enough, so... <laughs> Chief's guest today comes with a background in marketing, strategy implementation, site evaluation and selection, detailed financial analysis, lease review, and negotiations. He is the managing director of JLL, and his leadership skills and unparalleled knowledge of the office, industrial, and medical industries continues to exceed clients' expectations, including but not limited to Banner Health, Choice Hotels, Dial Corporation, Isogenics, Progressive Insurance, Shutterfly, and the state of Arizona. Please welcome to the show the tournament chair for this year's 2023 WM Phoenix Open, Pat Williams. Welcome, Pat, and thanks for uh, willing to be kind of a uh, you know the a guest here because the guests are usually like, okay, what's the chief going to say? How am I how am I going to get treated? So thanks for being here. Couldn't be happier to be here. Thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. Uh, so, Kevin, we. We talk about you know that partnership with uh, with the Thunderbirds and and with Pat and their crew and and so how exciting that is. Yeah. Um, but let's give a little background on you, Pat, and get kind of you know. I'm, I may be nervous to give it here. <laughs> you, do, you do much more than uh, than just uh, the tournament chair. Can you kind of give us your background and what is JLL and and uh, how did you become the manage, executive managing director? Yeah, I mean, I I don't like to talk about myself much, but I'll I'll tell you I. Uh, I work at. I've been working for the same firm, JLL, for 20 plus years since I got out of school. Um, and uh, we are a. It's a global real estate firm, Fortune 200 company. Wow, that's great. Yeah, big company here in town with a big presence, and have been fortunate enough to be with them my whole career. So, <clears throat> my day job is JLL. We're a real estate company. I have the privilege of being the market lead. So 
We've got a wonderful team uh, here, and, and we do a lot of work in Scottsdale, actually, um, on behalf of our clients. And so it's been a really fortunate run for me um, to be with the same group for 20 years, and I've got great partners, and luckily a, a great firm that allowed me to take some time to be the tournament chair this year, too, is about 18 months ago when the, the organization asked if I would be the tournament chair, I said, I need to make two phone calls. So I called my wife. Yeah, right. You're, you're, that was number one. Okay. And her response was, you know, you? And uh, <laughs> oh, I said, thanks, honey. And then um, and then I called, you know, the chairman of our company or our president and said, you know, I think this is a good opportunity for myself. I think it's a good opportunity for our firm. And But it's going to take some time. Yeah. And I'm going to need the support and cooperation of the company. And they've been outstanding. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's been really great. It's uh, it's great that you know our our wives, our spouses. Uh, I think for all the listeners as well, can be so uh, good at humbling us and wow, right. wow really you, you're gonna do that. <laughs> thanks, thanks but right from this high of <laughs> will you be the tournament chairman? That's right back to reality. <laughs> okay, honey. Which is good. We all need humility all the time. Uh, yeah, it's true. I think I've told this story before, but uh, it, it, well, I've told the story many times. But I got promoted to commander, which is the first promotion in the police department where you get stars on your collar, right? Okay. It's two stars. And so I got promoted to commander and, and at the end of 2009, and I went home and I was literally, I, I was that guy standing in the mirror with, with my uniform shirt on only and, and the stars on my collar. And I was like, man, that looks so good, right? That looks good. And I was, I had a moment where I was feeling pretty full of myself and my wife said, hey, honey, she yells at me from the kitchen. Why don't you put those stars in my jewelry box and come unload the dishwasher? <laughs> and so I was like, "Yes." Done. Our wives are similar. I had a, a two-second story. I had a similar experience at JLL. I won an award within the firm, and they flew my family out, surprised me with this award, and and I had to do some thank yous. And I said, "Honey, I'll see you back at the hotel. Our kids are there with us." And I got back to the hotel. It's not late. It's nine thirty, and all my two kids and my wife were all in the hotel bed, and she did. Put a pillow on the couch. Oh, man. No. You know, congratulations. <laughs> we'll see you in the morning. <laughs> we'll have awesome. I love it. Yeah, that's uh, it's great. It's great humility. So, well, that's your kind of that's your you know your day job. But kind of, can you talk about uh, the Thunderbirds? And you know, we we had a great conversation uh, last year, I think, uh, with yep. uh, with Doctor Golding and and uh, about it. We we like to kind of get to know you and kind of your 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 history and, and the Thunderbirds and how you got involved and then that progression to being the, the tournament chair. Yeah, you bet. So um, my progression isn't actually too dissimilar from Dr. Golding's. We, I'm, I've been in the group one year longer than Dr. Golding. This is my ninth open, maybe 10, nine or 10. But my, my initial job with the Thunderbirds was parking, as was it with Doc. Um, and it's actually kind of interesting because when you're the parking chairman, that's a two-year job. But you, as part of that job, you get a pretty close relationship with the city, with the police department yeah, pretty definitely. quickly. Mm -hmm. And so Mr. Schaefer and myself became friends early in the process. Mr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> early in the process. And uh, oh, that. that's crazy. I'm going to call him that too, Mr. Schaefer. Yeah. But, you know, so I, I, we went from parking and it evolved to some other jobs, and I've had four or five others. Um, Post-parking, I was the player liaison, which is super fun. You kind of you go from outside the gates to truly inside the ropes as the yeah. player liaison. Yeah. You get to travel and you get to see other tournaments and you get to forge relationships with players. <laughs> and um, just some other jobs over the years. And then two years ago they tapped me to be the assistant tournament chairman to Doc Golding. And so 
it's been really an incredible nine years. I, I wish that I could say previous to my Thunderbird role, I was doing a lot of charitable work, but I wasn't doing as much. I actually did some stuff in the Boys and Girls Club here in, on Miller and Scottsdale for a few years, but um, it, the organization has allowed me to really do that, feel like I'm giving back. We do a ton of work yeah. outside the week of the Open, as you as you know. And so it's been great. And then just a byproduct of being in the group and the charitable work is the relationships that you make. And so whether it's inside the organization or outside the organization and getting to know people like you all and others that we partner with has just been really, really fun. And so, you know, it's been a nine or 10 year history. I'll have one more kind of pretty involved year next year and then take a little bit of a step back, but um, always clearly be very active in the group and it's been a blessing yeah that's that's terrific you know i think a lot of people that they they um they'll go out to the open they'll see uh the thunderbirds and their um i call it their the thunderbird uniform you know kind of the velour the velvet you know top and the <laughs> and the necklaces and all of that and and i think that there is often there is uh people don't know the amazing amazing work right. uh and, and charity work and and that the Thunderbirds do. Can you kind of speak to that and that, that community connectivity? Yeah. I mean, and I appreciate you saying that we, um, you know, we have a lot of fun. We throw a really fun golf tournament and we get community support that's unmatched in the whole country. Right. It makes your jobs harder. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but <laughs> yes, ultimately what happens when you get 75 or a hundred thousand people a day, you're, you're increasing revenue that allows you to give charitable dollars back to the community. So it's a Thunderbird effort, but it's a community effort. And so, you know, we meet, the group meets on a monthly basis. And also on a, at least a monthly basis, we're out in the community. You know, whether at, we're at St. Mary's Food Bank or Special Olympics or Child Crisis of Arizona or pick a shelter. Right. We're out and we're trying to make sure that the dollars that we're giving back are going to the right organizations. They all need it. It's, it's humbling to see how many requests we get, grant requests we get, because there are a lot of people need money. A lot of people need support. And so that's the really fun part that, no, you know, when the when the TV cameras aren't on and you're not seeing the golf and you're not seeing us in our, you know, our funny velour outfits, we're out meeting with the community and trying to do the right thing. It's great. And it's all really well intended. You know, the, the tournament is super fun, but I think to a person, if you asked anyone in the Thunderbird organization, the best part is when we're out at these places giving dollars back. Yeah, that's it's it's amazing, and I, and I just I always like to give uh, you know a plug to the Thunderbirds. I just amazing, amazing organization, and and really connected to the community. Uh, but he said something I, I thought was very interesting, and and I, because the first open that I worked, I became a police officer in July of '94, and so the first open that I worked was in 1995. It had been 1990. You were up there right at the start then, really. Yeah. So, um, and it took probably until about 1999 that I realized that, that it was a golf tournament. Yeah. I thought it was just a party. Well, I, <laughs> I, heaven, I was usually like, um, is golf is going on here? Because... I was in college from 95 to 99 at U of A and we would drive up and you know, you were serving and working, but I also am not sure I realized there was a golf tournament at that time. <laughs> there are times that I'm, I'm at the tournament and cause I loved, I, I tried to play golf a couple of times. I'm, I'm terrible, but I watched, you know, the professionals do it and, and just amazed at how, how great they are at it. Yeah. But I, I typically look around the crowd and 
like is are you watching this because there's some amazing golf going on here yeah. and uh and and then it's you know it's just a it's a it's a colossally wonderful party and and you know a lot of great people there so you, you can see i mean i'm kind of a I admittedly kind of a golf junkie and you know i love walking the front nine yes yeah where there's less you know partying going right. on and, and that type of social activity and you do you see incredible golf yeah you know pat what's interesting too is that we are sitting that you know the three of us in in studio to we're, we're, you and i are sitting here with somebody who's famous i mean from from the this is back to Kevin, yeah, from the open last year, uh, Kevin made the top seven social media uh, golfing related incidents of 2022, right? With the top seven, what was there it? There goes. You just witnessed the hole in one. You just can you believe that hole in one on the famous TBC? Oh, I saw this. That was amazing. Yeah. The timing of that was incredible. Incredible. You know, the uh, best part was right before uh, a golfer hit lands 13 yards from the pin, and the crowd was like this you know, little, little golf clap. Like, golf clap. He hit it that far away. Like, that's a phenomenal shot. And then, yeah, and then the rest. You, you'll, I mean, I hope you get to do it again. The timing of that was. <laughs> right. How was that number seven? Yeah, it was. What was it? It was, it was, it was, it was number six. It was number six. Number six. Yeah, it was yeah. number six. But I will tell you that uh, that was one of the coolest uh, golfing videos I've ever seen because you get to see the hole-in-one, and then you get to see Kevin, I mean... Geeking out. Yeah, just totally geeking out. But then it was the water bottles and the beer and everything just flying well, onto the course. First of all, it if it happens on Thursday, Friday, or Sunday, it's big, but not that big. I mean, the fact that it happened on Saturday, right. you have all the rowdy people who've been yeah. there, and the... Your call was amazing. The CBS call was amazing. Yeah. And it was really fun. I think golf purists and uh, were just just horrified at that site. But those of us who enjoy and really appreciate how how energetic uh, the open is just absolutely loved that. It was just a it was a it was very cool. We could we can talk now or when you want. We've made some adjustments there. So we're yeah, so si- we're that. sitting in the trailer last year when it happens. So you're you're on course. I was not. But I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. Our executive director, Chance Cosby, is sitting as close as I am to you. We're watching it on TV, and he just puts his hands in his head, and he goes, oh, no. And he was right. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. But the the, the worry is there's full beer cans. Yes. They're, they're weapons, right? Yes. And there's a lot going on. Yeah, right. We're incredibly lucky nobody got hurt. Absolutely. Right? Including you, Kevin. I mean, we're so lucky. But a lot of people, when that happens, if you, if you watch – the video, if you were where you were, they went right to the edge of the wall, so they're not getting hit. They were the only smart ones that did it. I watched it. They all yeah. were going in the tunnel as I was going backwards. I was like, why is everyone going in the tunnel? Didn't yeah. make sense. And then I realized why. So the they next day, we went to the CBS, you know, their their trailer, and we watched it from a ton of angles. But immediately, the PJ Tour said, we need to meet. Yeah. And so this year, interestingly, we will not have any canned alcohol right. on 16. Going to the right. cups, right? We're going to cups. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have a commemorative cup. Um, that'll be great. And if the fa- if I hope we get a hole-in-one, and if a fan decides they want to throw a cup full of beer, it'll get to the person in the row in front of them. Right. Yeah. And and if it gets to the green, it won't hurt anybody. Right. Right. And so we, we've adjusted and now hopefully eliminated the chance for someone to get hurt. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. You know, we... I, 
you don't know what you don't know until it actually happens. Yeah. And so all of those bottle, you know, the plastic bottles and, and things like that coming out onto the course. And I think you, you had more beer on you in your uniform than yeah. you've ever had in your career ever. Well, you, le- you learn and adjust. I mean, we learned we didn't have enough trash cans. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Like let's sweep the, that area, the G area in some of these suites every 30 minutes, just in the event, yeah. if there's empty stuff just to get rid of it. So we'll fix it. That's a great, uh, it's a great pivot. I think it's, uh, It'll be cool too, because if you wind up throwing those cups and they they do land, you know, uh, on on the onto the green, they're all the same color. I think they we went with a different color this year. What was the color? That we... It's all it's they're green. They're, green. they're green with the white logo. It, the the health department, interestingly, so if as you all know probably too well, generally our fans don't have uh, beer, right? <laughs> and so when you go, yes, we know. <laughs> so when you go to buy a beer this year, you're going to buy one. You're going to get it in a cup. And if you decide to have another beer, um, you have to have a new cup. You can't oh. pour it in the same cup. Well, that's great. So, well, it's good and bad. It, and we ordered a lot of cups because we're anticipating people, you know, wanting to indulge. Yeah. Um, we'll have recycling bins there if they want to get rid of them. But I also anticipate people walking out with stack stack. Like, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. commemorative. Yeah, yeah, that'll show you like, hey, look at the stack of cups that I got. Yeah. Like, that's so. That I don't know if that's an accomplishment, but it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's going to be a lot of cups. I have ordered a lot of cups. I mean, a lot of cups. I don't know if it's a secret. I guess it's not with you. I think we were, I think the number was 250,000. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be, and it's only on cups. It's only on 16. Oh, okay. Because every other venue will still have canned alcohol. Okay. I mean, the likelihood of a hole in one on another hole is pretty, you know, not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're going to do it on the, the I was going to say, if maybe 17. 17's drivable, but they're mm-hmm. too far away. I was going to say if that was if that two hundred fifty thousand was for the whole tournament throughout the thing. I mean, you not you don't have enough cups. Sixteen, <laughs> just sixteen. Sixteen. I think I think you'll I think you'll be okay. What are you looking forward to most at this year's Open? I know there's a little bit of changes, but from from your perspective as being the tournament chair, what are you looking forward to most? Yeah, I mean, I think as the tournament chair, everyone who has the role is trying to set some goals and trying to. I don't know if if we try to do something different, or but one of the beauties of the group is everyone's competitive and everyone's trying to challenge themselves and evolve that's why our venues have grown over time right because you know a particular venue chairman has said you know i think we can add another level here or here's another nook you know and i'll I'll describe some of those so you can hear what we're doing this year but my goal this year was to you know improve the fan experience yeah that's really what i wanted to do and so and knowing and we're going to talk about it in a moment Knowing that the Super Bowl is here in Glendale, we knew that we were going to have bigger crowds. And so what do we do to make the fan experience better? Mm-hmm. And so we've done a few things. We have a new, we, we have a fan zone that's been there for years. We've made it better. We cleaned it up. We put landscaping in. Mm-hmm. We put some shaded areas in. We put some walkways in. It's a non-viewing corridor where you can't see golf. A lot of people come not to watch golf. Right. We've got restaurants and bars in there. We put up new video boards so you can watch golf if you want or if we want to message something. Oh, perfect. So the fan zone is going to be new. It's going to be enhanced and a little bit better. Our entrance is different this year. Um, and actually, as we talk just about safety and security and a lot of what we're partnering with your team on this year, the entrance has been a huge part of it. DraftKings opens their restaurant next year. Okay. So that used to be our entrance. Right. Now we're pivoting and making a temporary entrance which is a tough year to make a temporary entrance when you're expecting as big a crowd as you've ever had right. before. And when you think about just the amount of people who come in at the same time and leave at the same time, 
and the and the safety that's required for that. Um, that's been something that's been a huge focal point for the team to make sure that we do that effectively. It's basically in the same spot. We're going to put up a cool clock tower that everyone can kind of see. So it's a destination right in the middle yeah. of Bell Road. Yeah. And then we'll lead everyone down the right path to get wanted and, and do those things. So the entry experience will be new. We'll have some music there so we can also send out messaging as well. And then, um, and then finally 16, right? Like what, what's new there besides the cups, we're going to have two new video boards on 16 as well. Oh, cool. Great. So they're going to be awesome. Um, you know, the, the, the player experience when they finish the 15th green and they walk through the tunnel to get to 16 for the first time ever, we're going to capture that walk. Awesome. And so the people in the 16 in the Coliseum will get to see Pickham, Ricky Fowler, John Rom walking and then walking through the tunnel That's awesome. as they walk out. And then when they hit their shot, you know, if you've watched golf, you'll see the tracking of the shot. Yes. And, and, and you know, where it is. And then we can also use the boards for messaging, right? And do other fun things. So, those are the three things that are, are new. We've got some other things that are less exciting. Um, we've got more restrooms this year. We've got more concessions <laughs> this year. Like, as you think about the fan experience yeah, yeah. and anticipating, anticipating more people, we just tried to make some things more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. In, in addition to those things, there's some cool things this year uh, in, a, in a kind of a change. What's the biggest change to the tournament that the fans can look forward to? Because it's... Um, you're going to see more uh, more of the top golfers this year. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So what we previously had said, the the tour was kind of talking about an elevated tournament. They've now called, I think they are calling it a designated tournament. But we were fortunate enough this year to be picked as a designated tournament. Yeah. And it means the following. Our purse goes from $8.2 million to $20 million. Yeah, that's great. Right? Our winner will get a check for $3.6 million. Wow. Further, it means that all the top players in the and the PJ Tour will be here. Yeah. And if you finish 15th or 20th, which was good last year, this year it's life-changing money because wow. the purse is so big. So it really enhances our field. It's great exposure for the tournament. Yeah. Every PGA tournament raised their hand and said, we want to be designated. Yeah. <laughs> and we did too. Um, and I, I really believe the reason we were selected is because of our, we have an 88-year history of the tournament that's outstanding one of the oldest tournaments on tour. Yeah. Our last 30 or so years in Scottsdale have really enhanced the tournament clearly. And so um, it's truly, I believe, a community effort of how we got to be designated. No other tournament has the fan turnout we have. Right. No other tournament sells as many suites as we do. Also, no other tournament has the capital investment that we have. Mm -hmm. I mean, we start building in September and take down by May and so there are, it was a team effort, a collaborative effort, effort, and it's going to be it's going to be great. I mean, just yesterday, the number one player in the world, Roy McIlroy, announced he's coming. Wow! Yeah, that's great. So it's great, and, and the field's just going to be fantastic. So I think for those that want to see golf, they're going to see the best golf that they've seen. Yep. Um, interestingly, the last eight tournament winners of our tournament have been either on the Ryder Cup or President's Cup. Wow. And, if, and you go, why is that? Well, the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup is an atmosphere that's chaotic, Yeah. right? And you've got a lot of fans, whether it's overseas or here, that are screaming and yelling, and yep. it's probably the only other tournament like ours that's a little bit more rowdy. <laughs> and and I, it's probably just a coincidence. But our winner of the last eight years 
is, have also been selected to those teams. And I think if you embrace the environment and the rowdiness, maybe it gets you ready for those other kind of team events as well. Yeah, look at it like if you can get play and get used to the rowdiness here, you can play anywhere and in yeah. any tournament. It's It's crazy. But what a great year for you to be the tournament chair because there's some really cool things that are going on. It's a, it's a Super Bowl year for us, which we, you know, we don't see, well, we see about every eight years or so, um, which is great. And then some of the big changes, uh, with that, the big change you just talked about with the PGA and, and, and now you're going to get, uh, with that $20 million purse, you're going to get all the top golfers. I mean, we, we've always had, you know, a handful of the top golfers in there, but to get, uh, that increased purse and be designated that, what a great year. I mean, there's just so many great things. So much going on. Great records again this year. You know, we'll likely see a million people coming in and out of the open uh, this uh, during that week. It's just, uh, what, a, what a great year for you to, to, to be the chair. feel very lucky. And it's funny, I mean, the and I'm sure you all have some connection to the Super Bowl, and I think all the police departments around the community are supporting each other for that effort. Um, and, you know, all eyes of the sporting world will be on Glendale Sunday night, mm-hmm. right? And, and and we're going to get a lot of those eyes, too, just because we're here that weekend. Right. But if you think about the logistics, and I don't know them, you do, we'll get 100,000 people in and out of Glendale on Sunday afternoon, right? And you, you, it takes a lot of coordination and a lot of great efforts to get that many people out of a stadium. Right. Which, by the way, we do eight times a year on Sundays anyway. Yeah. And then you think about our event in Scottsdale, that we'll probably do that for seven straight days. So right, right. Right? right. And so make no mistake, the Super Bowl is the biggest sporting event in, yeah. in our country. But the logistics, the partnership with, you know, police and other groups that are required, really Saturday, the concert before, through the Sunday, yeah. is a huge effort. And it requires a ton of partners. So I am excited. It's a great year. There's a lot of logistics and things that are changing this year. Buses are harder to come by. Yeah. I mentioned it earlier. Restrooms are harder to come by. Like all the things that, you know, we normally don't have to compete with anyone for this year, a little bit harder, but it's the Super Bowl committee has been fantastic. They're, they're a great partner with, with us and, um, it'll be really exciting. Last year, I think it was a golf cart shortage, right? There was like a, we didn't have enough golf. And we're still dealing with it. Right. It's, it's insane. So, you know, you, you know, Pat, you bring up a great point um, my joke with Chris Briggs who's the police chief in Glendale he and I are good friends and I'll say yeah come on you guys have that game over there on Sunday where you you might move in you might move in and out you know 80 to 100,000 people well we'll have three times that on a Saturday you know coming in and out of the open and uh, and then how you exactly that entire week the number of people that we come in that come in and out of the open that spend time uh, since we have the lion's share of all the nightclubs, I was going to say, let's be honest, <laughs> and the, and the hundred thousand that are showing up are a different, uh, yeah. maybe maybe a little different fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but the bird's nest and the activity at the bird's nest and the great concert series mm-hmm. there, the concert before everything going on uh, in Old Town, uh, ESPN will be broadcasting from from Old Town. Mm-hmm. It, it's just going to be uh, it's going to be a great and vibrant experience that we're excited to be here. And excited that when it passes and everybody's had a wonderful time and gone home safely. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, the anticipation is obviously building, and it's been a year of work for the Thunderbirds. And now we're kind of at the fun part, yeah. right? Two yeah. or three weeks leading up to it, it's right. the fun part, um, the anticipation. But like you said, I, I, there's a, there's part of me inside that's going, on February 13th when it's over, there'll be a 
sigh of relief, yeah, right? I'll be able to sleep. <laughs> you know, be able to sleep and just, I just don't want anything drastic to happen, right? right? You want to get through the week. You want people to have fun. You just don't want something drastic to happen. Sure. And yeah, we, we feel exactly the same way. Yeah. We brought in, you know, it, we, we talked about it just the other day that um, in my early days here, you know, the tournament was uh, of a size that the Scottsdale Police Department had enough personnel to handle it ourselves. We were the, we handled the inside and the outside and, and it has grown uh, so large. And I mean, it's a tremendous, uh, tremendous event and asset to the city that we bring in great partners. So I kind of want to talk about that partnership a little bit, uh, our partnership with the Thunderbirds, but then, you know, I'll mention our partnerships that we, we have a primary partner now at the open in the Department of Public Safety so that we work that event together. Uh, on an average, you know, Saturday we'll have, I don't know, we'll usually have a hundred of our people there and 50 DPS officers there and, and that partnership. But we, we roll in, we have such good partnerships in the Valley and in the state that we always roll in bike units from, not just from Scottsdale, but from Mesa and Tempe and Chandler and ASU and Gilbert, uh, because it's much, especially on a Friday and Saturday, much easier to get around the course on a right. bicycle than mm-hmm. it is uh, on foot or even in a golf cart sometimes. And so we have great partners that we're bringing in uh, to, to help us with the Super Bowl side of the event this year as well, uh, just because my 400-ish uh, you know, police officers, we still have a city to protect, right? Right. During this event. So can you kind of speak to that, the, the partnerships uh, that you have with the PD and kind of that history of the partnerships with the PD and the fire department and, and kind of how we all work uh, well together? I, I won't do it justice. Um, we have We have great partners throughout, you know, the entire organization and the tournament. We have incredible volunteers, 2,500 that are out there that week. Wow. We have a great title sponsor in WM. We have a great presenting sponsor in Taylor Morrison. I can go on and on. I don't know that there's more important partner than PD and fire, right, that we have. Right. And I, as I said earlier in my own experience, starting in parking and getting a chance to meet I'll say it again, Mr. Schaefer. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wes Schaefer. Wes, yeah. I have a good story that I can tell about it if you remind me in a moment. So um, anyway, the partnership, you know, at, even at a young time in my Thunderbird career, I get to start at making relationships with folks like you, and and it becomes incredibly important to us. And we really, we don't do anything at the tournament unless you all say you can do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we are meeting constantly throughout the year. I already mentioned that, but our, our security chairman this year, Blake Merrim, who's also on the in the fire department, is meeting with your team on a monthly basis and not a small group, a big group. In fact, right. in fact, this week we have a walkthrough of the entire venue. And so um, and, and we say we want to do this at the entry or we want to do this at the fan zone or this. And we'll get generally great, great cooperation. But sometimes the answer is no. And the answer is no, because it's about safety and it's about scenarios that could happen or may happen. And so, I mean, again, I said I wouldn't be able to do it justice, but the the relationship and the partnership is as important as we have. And it, and it and we know how important it is to the success of the tournament. Yeah. And the tour cares, right? The tour, the tour loves our tournament. And I'm, I can't speak on their behalf and commissioner will be out here this year for the tournament, but it's a nerve-wracking time for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think about Saturday morning when we have all these kids yeah. run who do the run of 16. Yeah. yeah. And three years ago, nobody got hurt, but the tour's like, let's make a few adjustments. 
And then, you know, I don't know if you've been out there at five in the morning for this, but now we have, we have your vehicles and we light it. Yes. You guys light your vehicles just to give a little bit more protection. And we've done things to change just that one thing to make it a more safe environment. We still want to do it. We want to keep the tradition. Right. But we have to talk to you and say, what's the right thing to do? So the partnership's awesome. We could not be more appreciative. And so I hope we can continue to be good partners. Absolutely. We loved watching the evolution of that, especially last year, knowing kind of how how it was just mass pandemonium to get to the Breakfast Club at 16. And then watching the change last year, it was one of those, that's awesome. The corrals, the set number of people that yeah. were able to go through, it was so smooth. Well, that, and by the way, that, that, those corrals are suggested by you all. And that's evolved over whatever it was, six months of meetings yeah. to say, how can we make yeah. this safer? And yeah. the entries... You know, a great example this year that we, we've gone through four or five different iterations of the entry mm -hmm. because your team said, this won't work. Um, let's adjust here. Mm -hmm. We're going to have this many people exiting on Saturday at three o'clock. You've got to prepare for this type of, you know, safe exit. Right. So it's, and, it, and those things happen daily, weekly throughout the year to, to make sure it's safe. This is your reminder of, uh, you have a story about Wes Schaefer. And for, for our listeners, uh, Mr. Mr. Schaefer is uh, Sergeant Wes Schaefer, uh, the supervisor of my special events unit here, uh, who is all things special events yes. and, and our, our principal and primary planner for the, for our assets at the Open. And wonderful human. Yeah, so, great, great and guy. so um, I've worked just because of my jobs throughout the years, Wes and I have worked together I mean, half of my time in the Thunderbirds. And I always make a point if I'm not in that week to go see him and, and say hi. So this is not tournament week. This is like summer, mm -hmm. two years ago. And I'm in Scottsdale at a restaurant, and he is too with three other uh, uniformed officers. And we're standing in line. And I don't really even think anything of it. And I go up, and I say, hey, Wes, and I give him a big hug. And the other three officers are like, What's going on here? Right. <laughs> and I could tell that Wes was kind of a little apprehensive. Like, I probably should have shook his hand, and I probably should have introduced myself to the others. It was probably too big of a hug, yeah. right? And I probably told him I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> but, he, I mean, it's fun. And, and, and Wes could tell you he's that got that relationship with 20 other Thunderbirds, along with a lot of your other officers, because... Yeah. We've got to trust each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I, it's you know it's one of those things that Wes is so good at his job and so ingrained in the special events community that when I lose him here and he's going to retire in the next few years, that I'm like, oh great, we're gonna have to we're really gonna have to find somebody like Wes. Yeah. Uh, to to fill that position to keep those those relationships going strong. Yeah. So Wes, I don't don't call me and say hey thanks. You said something nice about me. Then just just leave it at that. Let's not let's not make it awkward uh, when he listens. I'm gonna make it super awkward. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course you are. Parking control <laughs> officer Quan. Yes. I can demote you. So I, I know that, you know, Kevin had a great question on here too, which was uh, which golfer, if you can if you can answer this, and it might put you in a bad position, but which golfers, golfer or golfers are you most excited about seeing this year? No, I can answer it. I mean, I, um, I'm going to give you a few answers. Rory comes to the top of yeah. to the list. I mean, Rory's played here only once before. Oh, this will be his second time. He's currently the number one player in the world. If you follow golf at all and seen what's happened with the tour and live the live tour the last 18 months or 12 months, Rory has been as big of an advocate for the tour as any player. Very outspoken, very well-spoken. And, and I just think him coming here is in part because we're a designated tournament and, and there's a big purse. But I also think it's him 
perhaps knowing that he's such a big face of the of the tour that it's important for him to be at the biggest tournaments. And so he, he he's really exciting. You know, our last year's champion, Scotty Scheffler, had never won. He wins. Four months later, he had won three other times, including the Masters, is yeah. now the number two player in the world. Right. Right? And then, so that'll be exciting. And then we've got so many locals. I mean, John Rahm, um, Max Homa now, who's local, who's winning a lot uh, uh, recently. We've got, I could go on and on, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth. Um, they're all going to be here. And so I'm excited to see them all. There's also folks, you know, last year, Doc Golden gave a sponsor exemption to a gentleman um, just a week prior, Sahit Diala, and he finishes third. Right. Pretty well, well leading. He's leading. On, I mean, he's one bad bounce away from winning the tournament right. potentially on the 17th hole. Yep. But, you know, I, I bring that up only because there are some people that maybe aren't as familiar with mm-hmm. some of the players that will be here. And, you know, that springboarded him. He now has full status on right. a tour. He'll be back. He brings his whole family, which is fun. So, you know, there'll be somebody like that, too, that we maybe isn't as much of a household name that will play well, and I'm excited for those people, too. Well, we're excited. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's another going to be another great year. Uh, I love to see the crowds and, and how um, we collectively uh, manage all of the crowds and, and all of the expectations because think about it. There, Every year there's, I think, that we put greater expectations on ourselves, I think, as the Thunderbirds, certainly as the as the police and fire departments here to, to continue just to, to raise the bar. And so I'm... Do, do you guys do anything different um, for Super Bowl years? I mean, I know you, you, you said you rely on pulling in other partners, but now the Super Bowl is doing that as well. I mean, yeah. does it just stretch you that much more, or do you have to do anything different? During Super Bowl years, we all, we double those crowds because more people come in because not only do you have the open crowds, now you have people here for the Super Bowl, and you have people who are not going to go to either, but they're interested in the atmosphere, yes. they're interested in the parties, the restaurants. And so, you know, we have sanctioned events uh, in Scottsdale, NFL-sanctioned events for the Super Bowl. We have unsanctioned. We have uh, our special events permit permits for events related to Super Bowl parties and open parties are uh, in excess of 30 applications now for extension of premise and different events and parties. I mean, it runs the entire length of the city from the air park down to the entertainment district. Yeah. And so, yeah, well, obviously we still have the same number of police officers that we do in a normal open. And so we brought in our partners, uh, and in particular, East Valley partners. So we're bringing in officers from Mesa, from Gilbert, from Chandler, from Tempe, from Apache Junction, from Paradise Valley. Yep. Uh, I don't think I'm forgetting anybody that will be boots on the ground with our officers, really uh, all about presence, crowd management, crowd control. And so, uh, yeah, we're, we're great partners. And here's the interesting part. I just had this discussion yesterday in the city's executive team meeting is I, I always like to ask the question, how much money is it going to cost us to pay those officers from outside agencies that are going to support our area commands? Uh, not at the open. The open is different, but the ones we're bringing in to help assist with crowd control in the entertainment district um, in our, and in our North Command and our South Command, and the answer is zero. That's impossible. Right. They're not going to cost us anything. We do mutual aid, much like the fire department, uh, and those those agencies are sending... Um, you know, I think Mesa is going to send us 20, uh, you know, uh, Tempe's going to send us 10, Chandler, probably eight, 10, uh, Gilbert, the same, uh, Apache Junction, I think was going to send us a squad or two. And those are all be, be, being done with mutual aid, uh, because what does that mean? So 
they're going to help us. And when, th- when they call us and we, we need to help, we go and help them. A great example is Chandler. Uh, we help out the Chandler Police Department at their annual ostrich festival. It's a large ostrich festival there. It's grown, <laughs> not the open. I know it's not the open. And, uh, and then their, their most recent big one is their, their barbecue festival that brings in people. So we help them. We send our bike units, we send people there. So there's a lot of reciprocal. All due respect to the ostrich festival. (laughs) I feel like there might be a little bit more risk at, you know, in old town on Thursday, Friday. Yeah. 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 Or my, my joke with uh, chief Ken Koss from the Mesa police department is I said, Ken, I'm going to, I'm going to need some assistance, uh, you know, with, with some Super Bowl coverage because we have the open at the same time. I said, is there anything going on in the city of Mesa during Super Bowl period? And he said, I don't know. We might have a pickleball tournament. <laughs> so my my peers have been uh, wonderful. The city managers of those uh, and, and the elected officials of those cities are great in absorbing those costs. But it also does one other thing is that those folks who come here, those officers who come here, uh, in fact, I was talking to the, the chief and assistant chief from Apache Junction yesterday, and it was, they were very excited. They don't get to work these type of insurance they don't right. this is massive crowd uh control massive presence in old town it's that way every friday and saturday but now double those crowds and for all of them this is a really great experience in dealing with huge crowds that they're not that they don't normally see in their respective cities that we i think have gotten so used to that we kind of take it for granted so i think it's a great experience but it's not that they and then they don't need training they've had it but right. for them to get that exposure can't hurt right I totally agree, and so that those partnerships uh, are great, and so we ha- we've had to expand our footprint um, outside of our own police department, and we bring in all those those other agencies. So, uh, Maricopa County Sheriff's Office is another another partner I haven't mentioned that, that helps out uh, with us as well. At, at I would think event. that downtown Phoenix is busy for that week. The PD is going to be very busy as well. Yeah, and then, but I mean, really, and the, the nightlife scene. I guess some in Tempe as well. Right. But I mean, I, I, I would guess 80% of it will be in your backyard. Yeah, they will. Um, so the good part about that, what you're talking about, is when we bring in these other agencies, we don't just put them in an area and say, you do that, right? We have officers from Scottsdale that are the liaisons. Right. So that, because yeah. we know how to work it so much differently and we've had the experience with it, that our, especially with our bike units, you will see it's a combined bike unit. Mm-hmm. A couple of Scottsdale officers, a couple of Mesa and whatever, whoever it comes. So it's... It's that you probably have to do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It just makes it a little bit easier for communication wise, and we can all stay on the same channel and stuff like that when stuff happens. Yep. So it's great. It's great. Exciting. Uh, I'm I'm glad to uh, I'm glad it's here. That's a wrap. Talking everything WM Phoenix Open. We wanted to give a special shout out to all the partners that help us with the WM Phoenix Open, including all the agencies that will be sending officers to help us. The Pro Am. PGA Tour, the Thunderbirds, and our partners within the City of Scottsdale and the Fire Department. With a special thank you to every Scottsdale Police Department employee and their families. Now let's get back to the show with Sergeant Kwan and today's Four Reels questions with Chief Walther and Pat Williams. This is usually now as we wrap up, this is usually we uh, the, the time where you ask some weird questions of... Okay, here's a fun one because it kind of related to uh, what was just discovered with the brand new telescope. I don't know if you guys have been following that at all. There's this like $20 billion telescope that like just discovered a new planet that it's very close to the Earth's same size, something like 70 light, wow. light years. So I don't know what it is. Anyways, if you ever had the opportunity to discover a new planet or a new world, what would you name it and what would it look like? What would the inhabitants be like? 
I would call it Wally World. <laughs> That's original. It's my planet. It's why when I movie. No. It's from vacation. Okay. That's an amusement park. My nickname, Wally. You know, Wally World, you know? Test. Yeah. Okay. What would the inhabitants be like? Yeah, what would the inhabitants be like? Nothing like you. <laughs> I think I'd call it Chandler and it, it, it inhabited by ostriches. <laughs> Pat wins. That's a great one. That's going to be our logo that we put out. You're going to have to listen to the whole podcast to get it, but. The planet of Chandler and the ostrich people. That's terrific. All right, what is the wildest or weirdest food that you've ever eaten? I think octopus is weird, and so I've, I've eaten octopus. How have you eaten? Uh, with, what, a, what with, a, with a miso paste. So, you know, almost like a dipping sauce. It's like called the taco miso. It's a, a Japanese delicacy, and it's uh, it's where the, the you can actually still see the little suckers on the octopus, and uh, and then you dip it in this miso paste. It's So you just took a knife, you didn't even... There's no fried temper or anything around it. No, it's very it's very rubbery. Kevin, what's your answer? Um, I had bison burger when I was in South Africa, so I don't know if they cook differently than we do, but it did not taste like a normal hamburger, which which my brain kind of went to. Yeah, it's my shout out to my my son in law, my daughter, and my son in law listen to this, and uh, they got drawn this year. Uh, only 25 permits in Montana for bison. He drew a bison tag, and he was successful. And it's a four-month. You get four months to, to try to take a bison. They were successful in week number two. Really? Yeah. yeah. So That's really cool. I don't know that I have a good answer. I mean, octopus is a good answer. <clears throat> I'll give you one that I is kind of just close to me that I try to put on everything I eat. I'm from New Mexico, so grew up in Albuquerque, and it's kind of weird, but... Green chili is basic. You can get green chili ice cream in New Mexico if you want to find it. I'm not kidding. But I've kind of taken that obsession throughout my life and um, also something that drives my wife crazy, but that's something I like. Have you ever had like a chili beer? Because I've heard they make that. I don't know that I've had a chili beer, but you, you can buy any, I mean, green chili brownies. That's a gift that my father gave my wife for a holiday that, won't leave the family That's laughing, you know, <laughs> stock. But it's going to be sweet and it just burns your mouth. Yeah, you can <laughs> put it on anything. Chief, you're an experience with uh, spicy things. You know, yeah, let's chat about that. Come on, I was that that spice from the uh, our hot ones episode. I think worked through me after about. A, yeah, yeah, we. So we did it here in house, and we did uh, we did an episode of that at Chief Talk. It's another another show I do, but internal to the organization and. We, uh, Kevin and I went through all 10 hot wings. All did you make it? We did. We did. So of us made it without water. What was saying? Yeah. What was the worst one, Kevin? <laughs> da bomb. Da bomb. No, was the worst Is it one. brutal? Da bomb. Da bomb. Brutal. Brutal. I didn't know uh, your inner cheeks could burn. Like, I, I didn't know that that was yeah. a thing until we. I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that the webbing in between your toes could tingle like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> just start feeling in the back of your neck. And you're like, I, I didn't know that that was possible. We'll, we'll send you, we'll send you the link to that, and you can, <clears throat> you can laugh at us as we try to consume, to try to consume ice and donuts. And if you could be magically fluent in a language, what 
would that language be and why would you want to have that language? What is magically fluent? Yeah. Like all of a sudden, uh, oh, I'm just can I, yeah, I can speak it in a different type of <laughs> mine's easy. Mine's Hobbit, mine's mine's Spanish. I'd love to be completely fluent in Spanish. Uh, I live in Arizona. Um, I love, um, and my wife is is um, half Mexican, her family is is Mexican. And so, uh, I'd be, yeah, I'd be fluent in Spanish because Spanish I can use, um, all around the, in different places all around the world. And so Spanish is a great answer. I think I'd go French. My wife would like it. Uh, I, I want to learn Elvish. Like we just went to like dork level 100. <laughs> I did not see Lord of the Rings. We created You said he got promoted, right? He just blew that out <laughs> in the water. And now I cannot promote. Well, Pat, I, I, I think the torture is over for you. Thanks so much for being here. Um, very insightful again. It's just uh, great, great information. Uh, thanks to you uh, for what you're doing. Thanks to the Thunderbirds for the great partnership and and uh, and the the tournament. It's um, just could not have better partners than than you and the Thunderbirds. Totally agree. We are so appreciative and thankful, and we can't say it enough. But what you all do with our tournament and just every day is very much appreciated. Absolutely. Uh, to our listeners out there, let's uh, have a great have a great month. Enjoy yourselves during the Open. Uh, Bear Jackson is coming up, uh, so Bear Jackson, the Open, uh, Super Bowl festivities. We're gonna have the Parada, uh, the Arabian Horse Show is coming up. Uh, you know, it's it's a bit, spring training is coming up after that, so I'm sure Kevin will uh, will be talking about spring training as well. Uh, please take care of each other. I know things, traffic's gonna be. Um, increased on our roadways. Uh, I've been seeing a lot more road rage going on. Let's just let's just take a couple deep breaths. Uh, treat everybody with dignity and respect. We're gonna we're gonna be waiting in lines. It's gonna be frustrating, but hey, it's what a great time of year for us. The weather is beautiful. Um, let's just do our best to take care of one another. Remember that every day offers each of us the opportunity to be more in the service of one another. Let's, uh, I always try to throw that challenge out there. Please accept that challenge and treat everybody really well and uh, be safe out there. And we'll talk to you next month. Thank you for listening to episode 18. Make sure you follow us for any and all updates on your social media platforms at Scottsdale PD. We hope to see you out there with all 250,000 of your best friends at the best golf and some amazing concerts. Have fun and stay safe.